0: Welcome back to Are You a Fan, where we explore individual characters from your favorite sci-fi, action, and fantasy genres. A big thank you to Moonbound Productions for supporting today's episode. If you would like to express your support, please like and share the show. Here's your hosts, Dick Rail and Joker. Question, Joker. If you had to pick one fictional character that you, yourself right now, without a month of working, like a year or two of working out to get there... Who do you think you could take out
1: <laughs> right now with your um, knowledge? You
0: get prep time as far as the arsenal. Uh, you so, can so we get to be kind of like Batman. You get to be like Batman, but you don't have a year. So, you know, that gut's not going anywhere.
1: Do, do we get like the arsenal of the character?
0: Yeah. You, you have unlimited supply. You have Batman supplies
1: and resources. To be honest, it's probably, I ain't Batman. <laughs> with all, well, with all of his gadgets and shit. You think you could take him out? I feel like he'd be the the him or someone in the Bat family would be my best chance. Okay. I, as uh, they're non- superhuman freaks. I mean, you have a valid point. I think
0: if I had Batman's resources though, I could take out Superman. Oh, Throw his down his... blue kryptonite, turns him human, and then shoot him with a kryptonite gun. Yeah. Arguably Lex Luthor, I don't know what he's doing with all these scheming bullshit. We get it, you're smart. Now get the job done. <laughs> Anywho, now that we've gone through that question, I got a shout-out for this week's episode, which is actually for last week's episode. This person guessed it was Static Shock, and the person I'm shouting out is from TikTok. It is laximus Prime. Seven. Uh, let's get into this week's character, Frank Castle, the Punisher, who, um, I mean, I think that was a valid question because he has actually gone up against...
1: Well, he's gone up if not in, against all
0: most of the Marvel universe.
1: I'm pretty sure in one of his comics he went up against all in the the series Marvel vs. Punisher. Oh yeah, forgot about that series. I think there were Where a few he kills like 90 percent of the Panther or the yeah. characters.
0: I think at some point if we combine all the comics, he has murdered everybody at
1: least once. Yeah, and a good chunk of them in the Civil War comic. <laughs>
0: Okay, Frank Castle, a.k.a. The Punisher. Uh, Let's get into it. Real World Facts, created by uh, Gary Conway, uh, the then writer of The Amazing Spider-Man, and artist John Romita Sr. Senior. Senior. (laughs) That's what that means. And Rose Andrew.
1: I I appreciate that's Ross.
0: So it would be. <laughs> okay, Ross Andrew. Cool. Uh, the Punisher made his first appearance in The Amazing Spider-Man issue 129. Cover date February 1974.
1: Should make sense that, you know, being co-created by a writer of that comic, that that'd be where he first shows off.
0: It kind of does. Uh, also, if I'm not mistaken, when they uh, did create this character, Character, they were kind of just looking for. They he was supposed to just be a character they throw into that storyline, and that they weren't looking for a continuation on, but they were looking for you know an anti hero could be good, could be bad.
1: I'll say actually a little further in the notes, I found that that uh, Conway was actually surprised by the popularity the Punisher would end up receiving because he only intended it to be a second tier tier hero, like, he didn't intend for it to go anywhere.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I was actually, yeah, I was reading up on uh, the notes on that, and it's amazing. It's like the Django Fed of Marvel or Boba Fett, I mean.
1: I mean, both kind of work. Yeah, Boba Fett would definitely be the first one to compare it to since but just he started like, it.
0: Yeah, that character who it's like, ah, oh, this is just a one off. Like, nobody's going to remember this right. guy. He's
1: going to do nothing.
0: And lo and behold. <laughs> Okay, Uh, he would be inspired by a a popular book series by the name of The Executioner, by Don Pendleton. Pendleton? Pendleton. Pendleton. I'm assuming. That's what we're going with, because you can read. In (laughs) which a veteran from Vietnam, Mac Mac Balan, would lead the life of a criminal serial killer after a mafia-related death of his family.
1: So, essentially, they took this character, changed his name, and, well, made the Punisher.
0: I feel like that's
1: the classic, hey, can I copy your work?
0: Yeah, just change, change it up a bit so they don't know.
1: Because that's exactly <laughs> all it is. Like, almost word for word, it's the same character. It literally like, is. We're just going to change the name, make you look a little different. But that's it. That's completely
0: it. Like, mob kills family, man kills mobs and then just continues. Uh, Conway also helped design the distinctive costume of the character, as was his practice of new characters he created, which was originally envisioned as a skull and crossbones symbol on his right breast. The Marvel art director at the time, John uh, Romita Sr., would take the basic design and blow it up to the skull we all know now. Which honestly, as a character design, definitely more iconic. More oh yeah, noticeable. I mean,
1: just and it definitely isn't. It's a lot more menacing having this giant skull to right? just this small breast-sized like skull on and your cross-bone. like
0: basically on your pocket on yeah, your shirt.
1: Like that's not something I would imagine. Unless you're trying to hide specifically, you wouldn't want something that small to be your menacing logo.
0: Yeah, no, that, uh, I mean, at the same time, though, if he's trying to just keep a low profile to get around like the cops who should be hunting him down, you know, maybe don't be just flashing around this giant skull.
1: If you wanted to keep a low profile, he also wouldn't do half of what he does.
0: Okay, fair on that. Because
1: he leaves a very large trail behind him <laughs> <True>. of destruction.
0: <laughs> that is accurate. Which we will get into that when we go more into his real world. But that is pretty accurate. Uh, Stanley helped uh, by suggesting the name The Punisher, as Conway's original name was The Assassin. But Lee suggested something different for the negative connotations to the word. I mean, it's 1974. I'm pretty sure the the Canadian uh, assassination pretty fresh in everybody's minds
1: still. Which is probably where it's like, let's not use that word in one of our heroes. It's amazing how certain historical events affect the
0: original character designs of certain people. I can see it's like, we call him the assassin. Oh, cool. Is his uh, partner called the Grassy Knoll too? Is that what we're doing right now? Right. Change it. How about the Punisher? Just having flashbacks to your teacher back in that time period. It's like, well, I guess it's better than the assassin. Let's go with it. Anywho. Okay. So yeah, after the name change, after, you know, some poor tasteful conversations that I imagine and like to believe happened in the writing
1: room, the Punisher's brutal nature and willingness to kill made him an anomaly in mainstream American comic books when he debuted in 1974. By the late 1980s, the Punisher was part of a wave of psychologically troubled anti-heroes. Where at the height of his popularity, he was featured in four monthly publications. The Punisher, the Punisher War Journal, the Punisher War Zone, and the Punisher Armory. yeah. That's (laughs) impressive to be in that many publications at the same time.
0: That's actually... Like, yeah, no, I I love it because, yeah, we were just discussing how... He was supposed to just be meant as a B-list hero and then out of nowhere, he's up in the ranks of like Spider-Man and Batman and
1: them up there in the, with the big names.
0: Yeah. Like that. He was playing with the big boys. That's (laughs) (laughs) it. Prince of Egypt callback for those of you listening. I just, I feel like it's obscure enough reference that nobody else besides our group of friends would get that. It still makes me. <laughs> no. Okay, now let's get into his in-world stuff. Should we at all bring up the cop stuff?
1: I mean, some of it gonna... will be brought up because it is world? a part of his thing. Okay, cool cool, cool, cool. Well, it's at the end of it. It's kind of the as we do like the other media kind of section.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, Frank Castle, born Francis Castillion. Uh, The character is depicted as an Italian-American vigilante who employs murder, kidnapping, extortion, coercion, threats of violence, and torture in his campaign against crime.
1: And you know they're very thin threats, as he has absolutely no problem going through with it.
0: I was going to say, I wouldn't call what Frank Castle does as a a threat, because a threat implies the person won't do what they're telling you. It is a complete promise that Frank is going to do the thing he's going to do. <laughs> Which, you know, yeah, talk about an anti-hero. And this one definitely blazed the path for the others.
1: I mean, heck, the only reason he's even an anti-hero was because of what he eventually would become. And just the fact that he was killing mobsters and criminals. True. Other than that, he, there was no way he'd ever be considered a hero.
0: Yeah, no, because he, uh... Yeah, the guy has very real gray moral area. Like, I think his only hard line is he won't kill kids.
1: Yeah, I think that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah, and uh, which actually, weirdly enough, has actually led to him getting his ass kicked by a kid once.
1: I believe it. Because <laughs> he's like, Actually, I think I remember seeing a, a comic panel of that.
0: <laughs> yep, I believe it was one of the runaways. He's like, hey, kid. She just straight up Spartan kicks the shit out of him. Ah, oh, it was hilarious, humbling for the man. Okay, his uh, his wife and two children who were killed by the mob for, witne- uh, for witnessing a killing in New York City Central Park would be the catalyst for Castle becoming the Punisher, originally only gunning for the mobsters who killed his family. Which I mean, you know, I
1: mean, it's not a horrible original goal. Arguably, I would say, out of all the characters, his was the most simple backstory. It really was. Like, hey, your family died. You want revenge. And then it just really expanded from there.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like he got ki- done killing them. And he's like, I can finally rest. But what about all the other bad guys?
1: Hmm. Now let's put all these skills to use. Yep.
0: <laughs> I mean, this is a man who literally lied and changed his name to get back in the military. Didn't know that. Yeah, he, I could uh, see it. After he um, was done with uh, done serving in the military for his first term, he tried to reenlist, but they wouldn't let him. So he illegally changed his name and identity so he could reenlist. Then he eventually became special forces and began actually training other military personnel. Interesting. So, yeah, so for people who think that he's just some grunt soldier, no.
1: That must be where the Frank Castle came from. Yep. That must be the, the oh, name change. F- shit, yeah,
0: I think so. Because, yeah, no, he, uh, which, you, it's one of those, you find that out, and you're like, well, yeah, shit, of course he wasn't going to stop at the mob that killed his family. Right. This guy doesn't know how to quit.
1: He really doesn't. <laughs> which I, I feel like the... The Marvel show showed that very well. Dude, Marvel, <laughs> he does not know how to stop. Dude,
0: yeah. The Marvel show and one movie I believe were the best representations of the Punisher. It was Punisher Warzone. Because in that one, it's definitely like they took the Marvel show and they're like, what if we show him fully realized as a Punisher? Because in the movie, he's just, he is Frank Castle. He just straight up Mercs doesn't question. There's no. There's no questioning Moral Gray Area. He accidentally kills an undercover cop, which he feels bad about at first, but he's like, his friend's like, dude, this is a war. People die in war casualties. But yeah, no, uh, Punisher Warzone is also, I believe, one of the best representations of the Punisher because it shows his more, like there's no nuance to the character. In the comics, he's not a, he doesn't have quips. Even Batman has more nuance than the Punisher. Which
1: is really sad to think about with Batman. Yeah, is Punisher's, just,
0: yeah, Punisher's just yeah. straight up like there's a scene in the movie where he's like, there's he's saving this family and there's a cop in there and a, cop, a mobster and the mob, cop's like, okay, put your hands behind your back. Frank just picks up the little girl and starts to walk out as he just slowly turns with the shotgun, blows the guy's head off as he's leaving the room. And the cop's just like, Frank, what the hell? <laughs> no nuance, no banter. Just, I'm going to grab this kid. Get the wife, and let's get the shit out. Boom.
1: And he he got the
0: job done. That's all he cared about. And honestly, yeah, he gets the job done. Uh, A war veteran and a U.S. Marine Corps uh, scout sniper in Force Recon. Castle is skilled in hand-to-hand combat, guerrilla warfare, and marksmanship.
1: And he uses all those skills to the tens. Oh, yeah. And we got a nice long list of all his skills and training oh man yeah you definitely expanded on what i
0: wrote down weapons and skills all of them that's literally all i wrote down
1: that's what you put for his weapons oh for his weapons yeah this is what he was trained by so during his time in the military castle received intense infantry training from the u.s marine corps and special training by Force Recon, which is one of the branches in the Marine Corps. It's one of their special forces. Um, As a Marine, he would go through Airborne School, Ranger School, uh, SEER School, which stands for Survival, Evasion, uh, Reconnaissance, and Escape. He would go through BUDS, which is Navy SEAL training. Oh, damn. He would go through the Q course, which is an informal name for special forces qualification course as well as he even got train, uh, cross-trained with the Australian Special Forces during the Vietnam War. Nice. Which, so at some point in his comics, they changed his backstory from being a Vietnam veteran to a war-on-terror veteran because I mean, they wanted to get more use out of him by making him younger.
0: Makes sense, especially because a lot of characters, you got to more update if we want them to be that age in our time period. Yeah, yeah. You know, it wouldn't make sense for, you know, certain characters to still be fighting around Vietnam if they're supposed to only be 30 right now.
1: Yeah, because what I read is he went for, essentially went from being from Vietnam being 70s to being a war on terror veteran being in his 40s. So he lost 30 years Damn. like that. Shit. Um, nice. His training would also make him proficient in not only basic infantry and special ops skills, but the use and maintenance of specialized firearms, equipment, and explosive ordnance, along with his other training, he's also trained, highly trained in infiltration of enemy territories and structures for the purpose of assassinations, capture, and military intelligence. So it's, it's kind of like uh, mm. taking your Splinter Cell game and making it Frank Castle.
0: Oh shit! Yeah, no, no, leave alive
1: option in that yeah.
0: scenario, like. Swimmer so you can at least just knock some of the guys out. Frank Castle's is not gonna knock you out. You're just gonna be Man, dead. He
1: could. He's not going to, not but going he could.
0: To. I mean he could, but yeah, definitely not going to. Why don't you just knock him out? Cause uh I killed him. Why? It's a deterrent. <laughs> can you just knock him out? Everybody wants to be knocked out. Nobody wants to be dead. <laughs> Okay, Rick. <laughs> I fully agree with that statement, oh, too. Yeah. Anyway, continue.
1: As a scout sniper, he would also become highly trained in various forms of camouflage and stealth for different environments. Which kind of goes in with the infiltration, you know, being able to stealthily get in, be able to hide and camouflage. You kind of need him to do both.
0: Makes sense. Uh, I mean, that kind of does definitely go into uh, one time in the during the Civil War series comics. And that, which I own, he actually broke into the Fantastic Four Reed Richards, um, this one area because he needed to get an item. It was literally designed to replicate the human biological defense system. And Frank Castle, in a, in just a black suit, sneaks all the way through there, gets the item, and gets out, no problems. It's impressive. Yeah, he's even going through it. It's like, yeah, he keeps changing the... Designs this place each week to represent a different thing. This week, it's the human body's uh, like disease defense system.
1: So Interesting.
0: Yeah, so that school very came, much came in handy.
1: Okay, I'm going to leave this next one to you. It's all the martial arts that he knows. Oh, uh, yeah. And I can only name like three of them. Uh,
0: Castle has been trained in multiple forms of martial arts, such as uh, Chinna... Krav uh, Do, Krav maga, Muay Thai, Nash Ryu, uh, Jiu-Jitsu. Is that Nash Ryu jiu I'm it's assuming to be one word. I believe what that it you, looks like. Uh, I actually don't know that martial art. Uh, ninjutsu, uh Rei Karate, and sist- uh System mm, Well, I'm having trouble with this last one. Sistema. Sistema.
1: Yep, I, I had trouble. With every one of those except for, like <laughs> three yeah
0: and uh i will be honest uh, Sh- uh shirin ryu uh, karate i believe that is the pr- correct pronunciation of it but i think i am slightly messing that one up um i guess proceeding on so we're not gonna go into it but as far as weapons i have written in here all of them and lol
1: Cause yeah, there's really nothing Frank won't use or hasn't used at some point in his career. I
0: would say he's probably just more skilled with military style weapons like AK 47s or shotguns or grenade launchers. Oh, yeah, grenade when you launchers. Got your
1: kind of military history like he does. That's what he's going to prefer. Yeah,
0: but like th- that, there's really no point in going in a list of the weapons. It'd be sure to say what he hasn't used, which would be a weapon. What? I'm pretty sure he might have used that during the zombie. Takeover. I'm almost positive when, he's used
1: that at least in one comic or another. Yeah,
0: I I haven't read the full series, but I think at one point one of the zombie comic series uh, where Hulk yeah, turns was, bad. Uh, there's, a, there's a there's like there two there's a was
1: legit zombie timeline.
0: Yep, actually, technically two of them if we count the one where the Hulk becomes a war chief. Yeah. And Frank Castle works with Captain America. Then ends up having to kill Captain America as Captain America gets bit. Referencing the scene from Mice and Men, i
1: would say. Though he didn't really work for that kill either, though, because oh no no, no. he's I think straight it's up cap, it's... knowing what happened. Yeah, he no, just it kneeled was down. He's like, please do this, and
0: that's why I said completely like in the scene in the like panel, it references Mice and Men because it's just Cap just sitting there talking to Frank, and Frank just has a gun at the back of his head. Yep. I was reading that. I'm like,
1: just look at the rabbit's cap. Pretty much. Like, I watched the videos, like, you know, the top ten uh, superheroes that uh, punchers killed. And it talks about that. I was like, that shouldn't be on the list because, yes, he killed them, but he didn't actually have to fight them.
0: Yeah, no. no, no totally it,
1: it, it's a, mer- it, In a sense, it's, it was a mercy killing. Because
0: one of the main times that he, that came to blows with Captain America, it was more Captain America beating the shit out of Frank Castle. And Frank refusing to swing on Cap. Because... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. I actually totally missed this. Frank, the reason he even went into the military to begin with was he was inspired by Captain America. I can see that. Like, in the comics, that was one of his reasonings for going the military, which is why in the Civil War series, when Cap beats the shit out of him, Frank refuses to swing back
1: at him. Yep, yeah, because he doesn't want to fight Cap.
0: Yep. Okay, yeah, no, cool stuff. But, yeah, I think he's only, there's like, I can think of one weapon he, def- two weapons he hasn't used. Infinity Gauntlet, Mjolnir, and a third one, which is a weapon that is uh, entirely, powers based entirely on your intelligence level. Yeah, which I can a, still see him using pretty well, though. True, true, true. Because, you know, it doesn't say what you have to be intelligent in. And Frank knows how to kill.
1: I say that, and I mean, they never really go over his intelligence much. But I'd imagine he's probably a pretty smart guy. I mean, he is very intelligent. And like I said, it's one of those,
0: what's dumb to some is intelligent to others. You don't have to just know math to be smart. Yep. And that goes back to that whole, like, uh, expert in every martial art class can be considered IQ-wise the smartest person in the world, but know not even how to read. Yeah. Okay. React reaction so Ooh, a, we got a new section folks
1: yeah it's a little bit of a reaction from the co-creator to how in modern times you know you see the police force you see military using the Punisher skull, in some incorporation on their cars on their humvees mm, yep. um, okay
0: we're gonna do this let's uh
1: yeah let's do we, it we're gonna get in the Slightly touchy subjects. Now, I mean, we're small. Yeah.
0: We're a small enough podcast,
1: and that I'm sure cops don't listen to this. Well, even if they did, I mean, is the Punisher? It's bound to come up. True. True, especially with some of the recent stuff in 2019 from the comics and real world events. True. Um, uh... During an interview in, uh, in January of 2019, uh, Punisher co-creator Gary Conway um, had publicly denounced the use of the Punisher symbol by law enforcement, saying. To me, it is disturbing whenever I see authority figures embracing Punisher iconography because the Punisher represents a failure of the justice system. The vigilante and vigilante antihero is fundamentally a critique of the justice system. An example of social failure. So when cops put the Punisher skull on their cars or members of the military wear Punisher skull patches, they're basically siding with the enemy of the system. He even goes to compare it to putting a Confederate flag on a government building. Wow. I, I feel like that's some very strong words coming from the, the creator.
0: Yeah, no, accurate. Uh, ooh, wow, damn.
1: And I fully agree. Oh, 100%. Like, the point of the Punisher, the cops should not be branding his emblem.
0: And arguably, that's always been a... Well, because, yeah, the Punisher represents the failure of a system. There is a comic uh, called Punisher Kills the Marvel Universe where or uh, I think it was in one of the What If series. There's a What If where Punisher kills all the villains on the planet. He kills everybody, all the bad people. In that series, he takes the gun and puts it to his own head and kills himself because there is only one bad person left. Because he knows what he's doing is oh, wrong. Yeah. He's never denied that. He, however, doesn't believe... He believes it's necessary to wear when the um, when Ghost Rider tried to do the pen stare. Frank doesn't regret anything he's done.
1: Nope.
0: He sees it as necessary, but he knows it's wrong. He knows it's so immoral. Yeah, I actually
1: saw a thing where it was kind of talking to about him and uh, Peter Parker. And Peter even essentially sees... The mental anguish that he puts himself through over his choices and what he's doing, and so essentially compares what he goes through as, as Spider Man as like being in kindergarten compared to the mental pain that Frank goes through. Yeah. Uh, because of what Frank will do and has no qualms about doing.
0: Exactly. And yeah, no, that's why he can survive the pence there with ease. But at the same time, just because you don't regret something doesn't mean you can't know morally that it is, oh, yeah. is
1: incorrect. And he 100% knows what he's doing is morally very, very wrong. And uh, let's uh, continue on the reading here. Uh, this issue would
0: even address uh, in the comic Impunisher, volume 12, n- number 13, written by Matthew Rosenberg in July 2019. Frank comes across two police officers who are fans of his... They take a selfie with him and show they have a sticker on his lo- of his logo on their car before comparing their work to his. The Punisher would tear up the skull and tell them, I'll say this once, we're not the same. You took an oath to uphold the law. You help people. I gave that up a long time ago. You don't do what I do. Nobody does. The boys need a role model. His name is Captain America and he'd be happy to have you. If I find out you're trying to do what I do, I'll come for you next. Punisher, yeah, he's not been shy about. It. In fact, I'd even like to point out he has a large record. Kill streak.
1: Oh, yeah. Of
0: killing corrupt and bad cops.
1: Because he sees them no better than criminals. They
0: are, I mean, by definition. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They broke the law. And, uh, I mean, to uh, to quote something from nowhere near this time period or comics, you are not above the code. Nobody's above the code, especially the ones who uphold the code.
1: Okay, Mr. Knight. Sworn to valor! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: I mean still It's a solid fucking oh, really rule And that you're, you're To uphold the justice system You're not judged during execution We built this system for a reason yep. And you're spitting in the face Of everybody Who actually upholds it
1: Because yeah essentially I, I feel that If you're an officer and you Start using his iconography You're saying that you don't mind using these same methods that he does. Yeah. And you're willing to go through that.
0: It's literally, yeah, that's kind of what you're saying. It also goes into, because there have been characters who have had this moral dilemma before. Even Boondock Saints, the detective in there, he, but he actually, unlike the cops in here, he actually morally almost like loses himself because he wants to support them. And he's like, I see what they're doing is necessary, but he is wrong. And that's the, I think, what more pisses off Frank. He could probably accept it if a cop started doing what he did, but gave up the cop moniker and could yeah, accept pretty. that was wrong. But for a cop to see nothing wrong with doing that, you're no longer a cop. You're just a fucking criminal. And the Punisher's never shied away from the fact that he's a criminal. Nope. He's actually been very open about that. He's like, no, what I do is wrong, very wrong. And that, but I'm going to keep doing it until it's not necessary. And yeah, cool. And uh, then, also, weird little thing uh, the creator of the Punisher uh, took the symbol of the Punisher, changed it black, and actually put BLM and then designed a symbol for it. So, yeah, just kind of a cool, cool little punish,
1: Punisher creator just being like, this <sighs> is where I stand. And because there's a lot of issues with certain things in the real world with his logo being around certain events. Yeah. To where he'd even pushed Disney and Marvel to uh, essentially sue police forces to not be able to use his logo anymore.
0: Which I, you know, I'm, I, I got
1: to agree with it because it is the creator
0: of it. Oh, yeah. Now, this isn't just some bleeding heart group and that being like, you shouldn't use that symbol. No, it's a creator being like, you're wrong. You can think what you want about the character, but you're
1: wrong. Yep. <laughs> and now, <laughs> kind of going back to where he denounced it even for military use, them I at least kind of understand using it over the police force. True. Because the way I see it for them is, there, is a lot of them probably look at it as, you know, this guy was a soldier. This is something we can connect with. And I, I could see
0: that easily, and I can see it more because especially as a soldier, I've had military in my family who have explained to me, um, when you're out there in the field, like you're not there you kind of do at certain points become a judge during execution. Oh yeah. But not of this ambiguous law form. It's a we need to kill this guy or we're gonna die. Oh yeah. It the lines get so much more blurry when you're in the thick of things.
1: That and I feel like having the giant skull logo on the side of your Humvee it's a little menacing for you know true some of the terrorists that are attacking you because arguably <laughs> they might think twice
0: yeah because arguably not everybody in the world can read English but
1: everybody in the world knows what a skull means which fun fact as I was looking at some of the places logos been used in the military even the Iraqi Army is now using it hey, so what? it makes me wonder if they pulled it from the American soldiers they were training with, or if they already knew of the Punisher. But apparently, yeah, the Iraqi military is using his logo. Okay. Uh,
0: uh, let's uh, let's do the movies now.
1: Dol- oh, yeah. Because uh, a lot of people do forget. Yep, I didn't even know about this one until I did this research.
0: <laughs> My God, nobody does. I seem to be like the only person alive that knows about this. Dolph Lundgren was the original Punisher in a live action. Betrayed in The Punisher in 1989 film The Punisher. It is worth a watch for anybody that loves movies from the 80s.
1: I mean, I need to go watch it anyways because, I mean, Ludgeron was an awesome actor for action movies.
0: Oh, yeah. He's actually a pretty solid actor. Like, despite some of the roles he gets, I'm like, "Mm, I feel like we are underutilizing this guy's
1: skill. Oh, Definitely
0: uh as did uh thomas jane in 2004 film the punisher and ray stevenson in punisher warzone and that's the one where i was like dude that guy healed it as the punisher
1: that that's one i still need to see
0: it's a fun movie um, i
1: keep seeing it every once in a while pop up on like one of the, the streaming services before it disappears i'm like i need to watch that it disappears i'm like well Okay I may have to watch it again as soon as I find it. yeah I mean
0: it is a it's a fun one. it definitely I feel as though granted not a it's not a great movie. I'm not propping up definitely ain't winning any awards. as far as a comic and throwing it on screen, I mean damn on point.
1: I feel like of all the comic characters in the world, he's probably the easiest one to put on screen.
0: Arguably, because he yeah. Because so
1: basic and simple. It's like, I'm just going to shoot these people. Arguably, yeah. And it disappoints me
0: we... Oh, ooh, you know who'd do great at directing a Punisher movie? I think... Quentin, Quentin Tarantino.
1: I had a feeling you were going to say that.
0: Quentin Tarantino directing a Punisher movie. Tell me that wouldn't be epic. That would. Okay, so... uh, oh, Okay, I actually... There is... One other live action movie the Punisher has appeared in. Really? Ah, yep. And this is probably what messed everybody up on one of my hints I gave on TikTok. Punisher has actually appeared in four movies, one of which is the is the um one of the Spider-Man movies. He appears in the last scene as Spider-Man's running down a the street, there's a man in a black leather jacket who turns and is very and is very prominently featured in the scene it was supposed to lead to a Punisher Spider-Man movie and it's uh they got the body double cuz they cuz of the scheduling conflicts they couldn't get the actor but they got the body double from the Punisher movie with uh Thomas Jane okay and, uh, and yep he is actually credited in that movie and was supposed to yep lead into so a... so
1: essentially it was another one of those cameo roles where he wasn't really in the movie yeah. but but that's kind of why like, I'm like, this is a good
0: hint that's going to mess anybody up who hasn't spent hours on the internet researching
1: BS. And if you want another one that goes with that, if you go off of that thought process, it is theorized that he is in uh, one of the Captain America movies. The, I want to say it was Winter Soldier, the big box truck that hit um, or that's hit, uh, hit a SUV that saved Nick Fury. Yeah. That was supposed to be, supposedly it's theorized that that is the Punisher saving Nick Fury. Oh, what? Yeah. Dude, how cool would that be if that came full circle? From what I've seen, as time goes on, it seems to be being confirmed that it was Frank. But, mm. again, it's one of those you never see the driver, so it, there's no way besides out of the directors telling you, yes, this is exactly who it's supposed to be. There's no way to prove it.
0: Oh, damn, that would have been
1: awesome. But yeah, that was... That was a theory that popped up not long after the movie came out. I mean, it makes
0: sense. In the comics, Nick Fury literally tries to get Frank Castle to replace him at one point. Yep. He's one of the candidates for that, which, yeah, can't think of anybody else just as paranoid, crazy, and having contingency plans as Nick Fury and Frank Castle.
1: Though Frank would actually go a little further than Nick and would be out in the field a whole lot more often.
0: Oh yeah, no Frank. uh, (laughs) We you'd have to wait till Frank was old so he could be less hands on. Oh yeah,
1: or you know, intentionally cripple him.
0: Is Nick Fury in that? (laughs) Exactly. I I, I can see him doing that. (laughs) True. A pair of animated appearances in Iron Man: Rise of Technoverse and Avengers Confidential: Black Widow and and the Punisher. I've heard of those. I've, I have was not readily. I still have to watch those. I still.
1: Yeah, that's another one of those that I've never even. They're very heard anime of until based.
0: They're very anime drawing based, which I have no problem with. At the time, I did. I was. I was in middle school. And I was like. I was like, anime is destroying American comics, and now they're trying to take our damn art away. I was a real, a yeah, real edge school it Makes sense. Yeah. Did I tell you what a kid once told me? <laughs> so it was one of my friend's coworkers, 20 20-year-old. He's like, he's practicing, I guess, some martial art moves. And he had the goal say, it's like, oh, so what martial arts do you practice? He's like, technique doesn't mean shit in a street fight. I'm like, are you? There's <laughs> um, somebody about to get their ass beat. <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, first off, you, you are technically, by, all, by many definitions, correct in that statement. But I believe you are using it wholeheartedly incorrectly. Because, yes, technique doesn't truly matter in a live fight to an extent. But you still, the technique helps you perfect how to actually fight and know how to move your body.
1: Not the bitch, and technique can save your life in an actual fight. Yes, and that,
0: like I get a lot of fights do devolve into a point where no matter what technique you're yeah. no it looks like there's no technique, but there's yeah. technique oh, in yeah. that fight. So yeah, no, no, just die anyway. Back on topic. Uh, okay, TV animation would appear in the second season of the '90s Spider-Man. Which actually was pretty accurate to his first appearance in the comic, too.
1: Which I thought was fitting, because it... I mean, the next one came out a few years before, but I feel like it was probably most prominent actual first cartoon being Spider-Man was just perfect.
0: Oh, completely. Uh, the 90s X-Men in episode two of...
1: Uh, in, in two episodes. Oh, in
0: two episodes. The first of which is more a cameo of his original name as two kids... Are seen holding a game cartridge called Assassin. Ha oh, that's yeah. cool. And
1: it—I don't remember exactly the rest of it, but it also had something to do with like his iconography at the time. Oh. Like it, it essentially was, "Hey, this is a game of the Punisher, but we're throwing in his original name." What it was supposed to be.
0: Oh, that's kind of—that's kind of a cute little like uh, hidden thing right. for writers to throw in there. Uh, and the second was a robot duplicate. Oh, shit. I remember that episode. Which okay.
1: I don't remember. I, I didn't put it in here, but it was mostly fighting. I think it was Wolverine yep. and someone else. Yeah, it was Wolverine. I forget the second one. It's one of the female X, but I know that much. Was it Jubilee? I think might've been it's either Jubilee or
0: we're going with Jubilee. Going with Jubilee. We're sticking with that. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Only uh, only name dropped in Iron Man Armored Adventures. The Superhero Squad Show. That was a weird one for him to show up in. Yeah,
1: and from what I looked into that one, or what little it had uh, next to the name, is I guess it also had him using non-lethal weaponry. So they completely just nerfed still the, the punisher uh, still
0: an odd one for that character oh yeah that's like a very kiddie like little kid show yeah like, i actually almost kind of want to get stoned and go watch that episode <laughs> i'm sure it'll have some good laugh okay anyway uh again was only name dropped in both the avengers earth's mightiest heroes and avengers assemble uh john benthol or well uh, John Berthnall po- portrayed the character in the second season of Daredevil and the spin off, The Punisher, set in the Marvel Cinematic universe. Which now there are some questions about whether that is accurate or not. I guess. They're I mean, having some issues and debates, I guess, with Netflix.
1: Yeah, they've, they've been. That's why they got taken off. Well, yep. Technically, it was at the end of the contract.
0: And now they're considering that they're just going to kind of wipe those shows out of existence and start from scratch. Has been. Which Some is possible, depicts. which makes sense. It makes I mean, sense.
1: I've also heard, I don't remember if it's supposed to be on Netflix or if they're trying to bring it. I heard they're trying to bring them back to Disney Plus. But they're trying to re- redo at least Daredevil and The Punisher. They're trying to bring them back into... The actual,
0: yeah, that that's why I heard as well. I just, um, I've heard that there were talks about bringing in new actors to play them because of the whole switching that. And honestly, I I don't know what's happening anymore. Huh. I'm
1: ex- at least I know the Punisher from what I've seen is still gonna be John.
0: Did he fucking? Which
1: I mean, I'm sorry. The other actors, Ledger, and he's great, but John portrayed him amazingly. And he's got that look to him too, dude. I fully agree. He made, was, it, made it very hard to play Ghost Recon Wildland or uh, Wildlands yeah. and knots.
0: See the Punisher.
1: Yeah, every time he came up on this cutscene, I'm like, "Hey, it's the Punisher." I was like,
0: "I gotta give no, it's not." I gotta give that actor credit because um, working emergency, I dealt with quite a few ex-military, and having quite a few ex-military in my family, the way he portrays that that undertone of like like pin pinprick personality of like he's calm he's he's acting calm but you know there's a storm underneath yeah like damn he had that like just the manner those minute mannerisms down yep. that yeah I've seen that before and it's not something you like you ever want to be around oh god no and just him being able to portray that and convey that through film was, uh, he was
1: he was probably the best casting ever for the punisher.
0: I will say it did there were quite a few episodes where it just like I'm just kind of moving in my seat just cuz I'm having flashbacks of having to restrain people like that. I'm like oh, come on, don't snap, don't snap. <laughs> Get through the scene. And uh yeah, no, those are his um film uh, TV. Got,
1: those are film and TV. He's got a few others. Because like all of them, he's been in some games. Of course, he's actually been in a whole lot of games in various forms—from being a playable character to an unlockable character, an NPC, or just being mentioned. Uh, But he appears in 23 games, four of which all have the exact same name of Punisher. Wait, he had four Punisher games? Yeah, like legit. The first three were just the Punisher. There's a third one named like I think it was like Punisher Warzone. And then another Punisher. I'm just more upset because I only played one. Well, he's got a lot.
0: Well, I'm going to have to go looking on him. Yeah,
1: he, he appears in a lot of the games from, like, the Marvel vs. Capcom. Makes sense. Um, the one we keep talking about everybody else. Oh, I can't um, think
0: of. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance? Yeah,
1: that one. He shows up in that series. <laughs> yeah, I remember getting him in that He one. shows up in a lot of... the a lot of similarity to some of the other characters that are showing up in the more modern phone apps, um, but yeah, no, he's had a lot of games. I think he's had the most so far.
0: Okay, and uh, well, this is a new category I'm seeing on my screen:
1: uh, tabletop games. So do, do please, uh, so I know nothing of these games. I, I've at least heard of the first one, but he would be featured in HeroClix. And has been announced for a game called Marvel Crisis Protocol Miniature Games. No idea what that is. It sounds like a new kind of game. Okay, Hero- I
0: want to say I know Hero Clicks, but I think I'm wrong.
1: As I know is that the one we played with Ben? No. Okay. Um, no, it, it was like these little miniatures. It had like bases and stuff on the base that gave. Well, then I have of the heard character. of. Uh,
0: I have heard of none of this, but I am. I'm
1: sure you've seen the Hero Click stuff like in stores. Oh, probably. But yeah, so he's he's but one I'm of the intrigued. first ones. He's the first one we've had so far that's been on a tabletop game.
0: I'm quite intrigued in this. We may have to make a purchase for the house.
1: <laughs> go, go find his hero clicks miniature. Yeah. I'd, I'd be, be down. down.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, you already let me have a soda, so I guess we're <laughs> we're good on that. <laughs> well, um, I guess that's it uh, about the character. I think we've kind of covered everything. This is arguably one of our shortest ones, but still like a decent, rich history. So what do you think of Punisher?
1: You a fan? Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Growing up the way I did, having similar being with military background and family, and just being as a child being obsessed with that kind of culture which is probably says a lot about me, me personally and my personality. Yep. Um, but he was always a fun character to see. It was nice seeing that hero that didn't mind doing the dirty work. True.
0: And I, I gotta tell you, I've been a fan since the day he first appeared in the nineties Spider-Man cartoon. And
1: yeah, I, I watched that as a
0: kid. So that you, was my first, like I you were an edge lord, so want to be this man. <laughs> And yeah. look at you now. Yep. So, I was a fan, too. For anyone that's still listening, if you got something out of this, enjoyed the episode, or even liked the character before from a movie, a comic, cartoon, hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time, you're a fan, too. If you want to jump on this train, why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.